Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon. I am your host, Shane Bacon, and this week, well, we got Tony Finau, of course, having an unbelievable season here in 2018. Just got picked as the final member of that United States Ryder Cup team. A historical team, if you will, if you look at the team on paper that Jim Furyk is going to take across the pond. The issue, of course, the Americans haven't won on European soil in a long, long time. But we'll get to that at some point. This week, of course, is the Tour Championship. I will be hosting PJ Tour Live all week long. On Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern, we've got a preview show for that first round. So tune in there on PJ Tour Live, and then we will get the week a rolling. And a little bit of a hiatus here from the clubhouse because I was on the road a lot and actually got a chance to enjoy myself out a little vacation to Michigan and uh, we had a great time. It was three buddies and myself. We played Boyne Highlands, Bay Harbor, Forest Dunes. We played the loop both ways, the red and the black. Tom Doak's unbelievable golf course that basically is a reverse, if you will. And then we finished up at Kingsley Club, which uh, is a private place. And if you can ever get on or you ever get a chance to play there, take them up on it because the cabins are great. The place is very unassuming. It's not one of those you know massive clubhouses it's not a place that you feel like you're intruding. They do a really great job of making you feel, even as a guest, that you are there and they're happy to have you. So uh, Michigan golf was uh, absolutely fantastic. We had a great week. You can check on my Instagram, at Shane Bacon, some of the pictures and some of the videos. And, uh, you know, it's one of those uh, add to my list now. You know, it's up there with St. George, if you will, in Utah. Um, of course, you know, all the band-ins and the stream songs, places like that. But I was very surprised. I was expecting it to be great. And it was great, so uh, shout out to everybody in Michigan and everybody that hosted us there because it was fantastic, and I am now wanting to join Kingsley and go up there about two or three times a year because it was so fantastic. If you're looking at a place to go, check out Michigan, fly in, spend four days, play a whole bunch of golf, make sure you check out Forest Dunes in the Loop. You will not regret it, and then uh, you can get right out of there. It's very, very, very easy. Uh, before we get to Tony Finau, just wanted to remind you that when it comes to golf equipment, we always want the newest driver. We want a ball that goes five yards further. We want new shoes to look all spiffy on the golf course. The one thing that never gets enough attention is the thing you use on every shot, and that's the thing that holds and protects those precious clubs of yours, and it's an essential part of your on-course fashion. That's your golf bag. If you haven't changed your bag in five or even ten years, treat yourself to an upgrade today with the Ogeo Cirrus bag. It's fully loaded while all the features you want in a golf bag, yet still remarkably light. You can carry it effortlessly while also protecting those brand-new clubs. It's complete with a water-resistant pocket for your valuables, Rapid access pocket. Make it quick and easy to get a new ball out. If you hit one into somebody's backyard, check out Ogeo.com or your local golf retailer to get your hands on the Cirrus today. Stop carrying around the golf bag you've had since the 90s. It's time for an upgrade. Ogeo, the world's best bags. All right, let's get to Tony Fee now. Got a chance to catch up with him this week as he gets set for the Tour Championship and, of course, the Ryder Cup. Tony has one of the best stories out there in all of golf, and he's having a great season. He's played ridiculous basically since the U.S. Open, six top tens and nine starts, and he's had a chance to win, and he's got a chance to win the FedEx Cup title if he can somehow take down the Tour Championships this week. If he does that, he will take both titles, and that's kind of what you want to do. He's in that top five. Let's get to Tony. And we welcome into the clubhouse a young man who was having himself quite a season, Tony Finau, 16th in the world, and just got picked for the U.S. Ryder Cup last, uh, last player on the team, and I can only imagine that's been exciting for you, Tony. When you talk about the process of you making the, the Ryder Cup team and how you've played, you know, the last, I'd say, probably four or five months, really, since the start of the U.S. Open, uh, you had a chance to play alongside Jim Furyk at the PGA Championship, and you had a, a little bit of a rough opening round, and then you played great in the second round. Was there added pressure during that week, knowing you're playing with the captain, hoping to make the team? Yeah, I think a little bit added pressure and, and just uh, 
yeah, just the logistics of it was hard, was hard, hard to overlook. I think just, uh, you know, knowing, you know, Xander and I were maybe one of a couple guys who was looking after a captain's pick. And, um, and so, you know, I did my best to, to try and keep my head down and just play, but, you know, I think, uh, there was definitely some added pressure, but I, you know, I learned a lot about myself, you know, that second round and, and followed it with a couple of nice rounds on the weekend, uh, to post a, a decent finish in a major. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to just play with Jim, talk with him and, um, you know, didn't, didn't play my best golf the first round, but I, I ended up playing with him for three out of the four rounds. Yeah, is in in your major season, Tony has been pretty wild. I mean, if you go back to uh, the Masters, obviously, and, and what happened with your ankle, and I would say, you know, I mean, it had to have been what the first time you were quote unquote viral. I mean, the fact that it went across all platforms, and then from there, uh, you go into a U.S. Open, and I mean, just this wild Saturday happens, and you play yourself into the final group. Uh, has this been the strangest season you've ever had? Has this been the most fun season you've ever had as a professional golfer? How do you look back on 2018 with one event left? Yeah, it's definitely been my best season, my, my most solid season as far as my golf game, and and definitely my craziest season, man. Yeah, I mean, everything you <laughs> named, uh, you can't. I mean, you can't even make that stuff up. You know, I had the injury, the ankle injury, and uh, you know, as you said, I went viral with my ankle at the Masters, and you know, I, I birdied six out of my last seven holes to post the top ten, and. And then, you know, I, I barely make the cut at the U.S. Open. And on Saturday, I, you know, I shoot 66. And, and lo and behold, I, I'm in the final group on a Sunday after barely making the cut. So, it, I mean, it was, it was definitely a crazy uh, whirlwind of a year when it comes to the majors. But, uh, you know, I feel like my game is, you know, is kind of ready for, uh, you know, major championship golf and kind of built for major championships. So I kind of proved to myself that this year. And, and, and honestly, it's just been a, it's been a lot of fun to be in the hunt in big events and to just put yourself in the thick of it. You know, that's what, uh, you know, that's what dreams are made of. And it's been fun to be a part of. All right. I know you've talked a lot about the ankle, so I'm only going to ask one question about it. I've played uh, enough hoops in my life to know how much rolling an ankle sucks. I don't understand <laughs> how you could pop the thing back in and not only play, but as you mentioned, uh, put together a top 10. Did you think there was any chance you were going to play? And also I have to think there was a little bit of uh, not, maybe not embarrassment, but pride, that made you get up off the ground after making the hole in one and kind of finish the par three. I mean, did you feel like there was no chance you were going to play that week in the sense of playing in the actual tournament? Man, I, I try not to let myself think that way. You know, <laughs> there's definitely some discouragement. There, there, there's definitely some discouragement that night. Um, you know, I had to wait until the following morning after the par three to get the MRI and, and get kind of the full logistics on what happened to my, to my ankle. But uh, I try not to let myself think that way. You know, I try to, I, I always try to be as positive as possible and, um, Man, I end up just working out for the best. You know, I feel like, you know, I have a pretty high threshold when it comes to pain. And, you know, I've played through some injuries, not only in golf, but in basketball myself. So I knew uh, as long as, you know, I was going to have any further damage, I was going to play. And, uh, you know, growing up, I, you know, I never, you know, I was taught to never, to never give up, never quit. So, um, you know, when the news came to me that, uh, you know, I, I only had a few torn ligaments and nothing really broken in my foot, I knew I was going to play. And, man, but I still... I still surprised myself, you know, I still, uh, you know, I played extremely well and he learned a lot about myself, you know, and continue to, as I play. And I think that's, that's what major championships does, you know, do to you. You really learn about yourself, not only on the physical side, but on the mental side. Yeah. I mean, what was the pain on a scale from one to 10? I mean, that Wednesday evening you're laying around. I mean, what was your pain at, uh, you know, before the opening round starts? Yeah. So, uh, the pain level was probably about a seven when I fell asleep and, uh, you know, I didn't sleep very good. 
because I was, you know, elevating my foot, icing my foot, you know, with the help of my wife. But, uh, you know, the pain level when I woke up and then put weight on it was, was definitely a 10. Um, you know, that's when I woke up Thursday morning and then put weight on my foot and I could barely put any weight on it. You know, I felt like the chances of, of maybe playing the Masters were, were, were kind of slipping away. So, um, you know, from that point until the time I teed off, you know, really, it was just it was a miracle week, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I definitely believe, you know, people were praying for me, thinking about me and, and all that definitely played a factor because uh, from the time I woke up Thursday morning to the time I teed off was only about a six hour window. And, um, you know, to be able to play and play well, I mean, it's, you know, to me, it's a week I'll always remember. And, uh, you know, although, although I didn't go on to win the golf tournament, it's going to be a memorable week for me throughout my career. Yeah, and I mean, we mentioned the U.S. Open for a bit, but uh, I wanted to ask your scoreboard watching Saturday afternoon into the evening. I mean, you finished well before the leaders were out on the second nine. You kind of start to see how the golf course is playing, and these guys are really struggling with it. At what point were you thinking to yourself, I might have a chance to win this championship? And at what point were you thinking, I'm actually going to be in the final group? <laughs> I, it never crossed my mind that I'd be in the final group. Uh, with DJ in the final final pairing on Saturday, um, I felt like I was going to have a chance to win the golf tournament uh, when they made the turn, uh, when the guys made the turn, the final group made the turn on Saturday because I was at, I was already within uh, a couple shots uh, of the of the leader, and uh, you know and and I knew the back nine was playing tough, so it it was crazy. And I, I watched pretty much their whole back nine and um and just and just watch, you know I knew the golf course was playing extremely tough and and man it was it was a blessing for me you know I. I you know, got got into the final group, and and that that alone just gave me some confidence moving forward, and will continue to give me confidence moving forward in my career. I played uh, I played a nice round of golf on Saturday, and, and gave myself a chance to an outside chance to win on Sunday. Yeah, you know, we were covering that, of course, at Fox, and uh, it was funny. You know, the conversation eh, maybe two hours, you know, into that final round, we're sitting there going, "Man, Berger and Finau, you know, they they great solid rounds there in the third round. You know, they're going to be in the top ten, and then it was. We was we kept calling it the Finau watch. You know, you kept creeping up the leaderboard, creeping up the leaderboard, creeping up the leaderboard. All of a sudden, we're going, they're really going to be in the final group. I mean, you know, I can't remember anything like that uh, because it was really a perfect storm. You guys had to play great rounds of golf, and then we had to see the conditions toughen up to the point where those guys were really struggling late into that round. So uh, it was a, it was for us even calling the golf. It was kind of funny to be a part of because we didn't think there was a chance it was going to happen, even though we were watching it. And then all of a sudden, it felt like in about 15 minutes, we both all realized, oh, okay, here we go. Tony Finau, Daniel Berger, that's that's a pretty big jump from 45th to now tied to the lead. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a whirlwind of, a, of an evening, but uh, you know, honestly, it was you know it was the best it was the best round of my career. You know, the it was you know I shot 66 four under uh, on a golf course that just uh, there's no letting up. You know, you have to hit the fairway, and then you have to hit the green in the right quadrant on the green, and hopefully it stays there, and then you got to make putts. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, – it's a golf course that just never lets up, and it's – you know, it's the toughest course I've ever played, and, and again, you know, that Saturday round was the best – you know, the best round of my career up to this point, um, and, it, and, it really, and honestly, and it's not even close. So uh, it was special to be a part of, and, man, you know, those, those are things that you just – again, you just can't make up. You know, those first two majors uh, for me were <laughs> – I mean, just absolutely incredible, and, um, you know, I, I learned a lot just uh, from those experiences. 
Let's take a quick break from the interview with Tony Finau. When it comes to golf equipment, we always want the newest driver paired with a ball that goes five yards further. The one thing that never gets enough attention is the thing that holds and protects your clubs, and it's an essential part of your on-course fashion. That's your bag. Treat yourself to an upgrade today with the Ogeo Cirrus bag. Check out Ogeo.com or your local golf retailer to get your hands on a Cirrus today. Stop carrying around that old golf bag of yours. It's time for an upgrade. Ogeo, the world's best bags. All right, let's get back to Tony. Yeah, and I mean, you're a guy, your story is is one of the coolest stories in all of professional golf, I think. I mean, you've got a little bit of Lee Trevino in you. I mean, you turned pro as a teenager. Uh, you were battling in these events in Las Vegas for a whole bunch of money, knowing that you needed it for yourself and for your family and all of these things. When you look at where your career is now compared to, you know, that 17-year-old kid that was out there trying to make a couple of bucks, I mean, is it hard for you to even kind of believe the journey the last 10 years? <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess I guess in a sense it is. It's it, you know it, I know I've come a long way, and, and it's, uh, it's tough to believe that uh, you know here I am, ten years later after turning pro, and um, you know and have, have a chance to you know I'm on the Ryder Cup team and have a chance to do some special things. But uh, you know going through the journey, uh, man, I've learned so much. Just uh, playing with the guys, playing with the best in the world, and and not only that, mini tour years. You know I went through five years of mini tours, and you know. Sleeping, uh, you know, sleeping with five other uh, five other players in a, in a small hotel, and you know, paying paying twenty dollars cash for a motel. I mean, um, you know, where the, the toilets in the same place as the bedroom. I mean, you know, I I experienced that, and and it's it taught me a lot, you know, and and I think I just have a different perspective on uh, on where I am than uh, and maybe most guys are, or maybe more of an appreciation of, of what uh, you know what this game has to offer because of you know I I, I literally feel like I've um, you know, come from the from the depths of professional golf to um, to now having a chance to do some special things in the game. So I have an appreciation and and, and really just a, a perspective um, that maybe a lot of guys don't have. But hey, it's it's a it's a you know it's my story and 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 that's the cool thing about it. Everybody has a different story, and and that's mine. You know, I grew up from very humble beginnings, and and you know to be where I am today is is an extreme blessing. You know, I've worked extremely hard, but. Um, you know, there's been a lot of people that, that have helped along the way, and and I, you know, I honestly feel I'm just getting started. So as as much as has happened already to this point in my career, um, you know, I, I do feel like it's just the beginning. Yeah, it, it was in most people that go through the mini tour ranks. I mean, you mentioned a few of the things. I mean, it's not a it's not a glamorous life. Let's be honest. I mean, you're 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 getting by <laughs> week to week, and you're paying for yardage books, and uh, you're hoping to get a local caddy that knows what's going on. I mean, there's a lot of those things that are involved. And I know you're a really positive young man, and I know you don't believe in giving up or, or any of that stuff. Was there moments during those years where you thought, I don't know if I want to do this? Were there moments that you thought about another career or doing something else, or, or did you always feel like this is what you were picked to do? Yeah, I, I always felt like this is, uh, this is what I was supposed to do, and this is what I wanted to do. And, uh, and as tough as the mini-tour years were for me, um, man, I was, you know, I was a quite successful mini-tour player. I won many, you know, many mini-tour events. And, and never um, at any point felt like I, I wasn't going to be good enough, you know, and I don't know if that has to do with my attitude or, you know, my actual game, you know, telling that to myself. But, um, you know, I, I, I always try to stay as positive as possible. And, um, and you know, I always felt like I could make it happen. And, man, you know, fortunately for me, I have. And, and all the good thoughts and, and all the hard work has, has paid off and continues to pay off. So, you know, I think there's definitely some – something to be said about you know just having that positive attitude and it just and just not giving up you know and I think whether I would have made it uh, you know to this level on the PJ Tour or not um, I think golf would have been my path no matter what 
Yeah, and Tony, I mean, it has to go back to your family. I mean, you know, your your dad was was early on. I mean, he was doing everything he could for you guys. Uh, I mean, I read that you had a, a, a mattress in the garage and you'd put dots on it to work on trajectory. And um, you guys would drive around to these mini tour events, sometimes sleep in the car, excuse me, these junior events, and, and you'd sleep in the car. But they knew that you had the talent to play against these players and play well and win. Uh, I mean, you look back on, on your life through this and your family. And I mean, there has to be as much, uh, you know, an important part of their role being involved as it is with you. I mean, especially kind of with all your all your siblings and everything with that. I mean, that's got to be very, very cool for you to get through all of that and be at this point. Yeah, no, extremely cool. I mean, extremely humbling for me to look back and, you know, what my family and my parents have sacrificed to get me to this point in my career. Um, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't do it without them. You know, they, they sacrificed a lot financially and, um, you know, just to get me in a position to play at a high level and, and to do, you know, some, something different than, you know, what maybe regular, you know, regular Polynesians do. So it was, uh, it was, uh, it's been quite a journey and, but to be able to share it with, uh, you know, the ones that I love and, and, you know, just to have them know that they played a part and, you know, and, and they, they seem to be pretty proud. So it's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, a couple, you know, my parent or my dad and my sister will be traveling to, uh, to Paris, you know, as well as my wife. So it's going to be, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks coming up and, um, you know, and I think that it's something that they can be proud of. For sure, and we're, we're speaking, of course, of the Ryder Cup. I know you guys got the Tour Championship this week, and you have a chance to win that and the FedEx Cup. But I wanted to ask about the Ryder Cup. You're on the team now. You know the players on the team. This is going to be talked about as one of the most talented teams in, in all of Ryder Cup in the history of the event on both the European and the American side. So don't be political here when I ask you this. Who would you love to play with at least one time in a couple of weeks in Paris? <laughs> yeah, I... You know, I, I want to play uh, Alex Alex Noren, and and the only reason being is we played in the WGC match play in uh, uh, earlier in the in the year in February, and uh, I had him to, to two down with three to play in that match, and uh, and he made some bombs on me coming in and didn't miss a putt coming in and, and ended up beating me one up. So if there's if there's one guy that you know I'd like to just get the, another crack at, uh, it would be him. We. You know, we're we're actually good friends, and I love his game. You know, I, he's a incredible person, you know, incredibly you know hardworking uh, person. Uh, you know, if there was if there was, I I just like another crack at for sure at playing him, and, and I'm sure it'd be another great match. Nice, I like that. I like they already calling out Alex Nor, and I'm all in on it. Is there somebody you'd love to play with in terms of the American side? Is there? I mean, if Jim Furyk came up to you tomorrow and said, "Who would you want to play with?" at the top of this list, and I know that all these guys are great, but is there one person that would be, you know, extra special for you to be alongside in a four ball or a force a match? Oh uh, man, you know, I, all 11 guys would, it would be special to play with any of them. And honestly, I enjoy playing with all of them. I have some experience playing with all of the guys, competitive rounds, practice rounds. So, uh, it, it'd be a lot of fun, you know, honestly, you know, to be the, to be the last guy picked and, you know, to me, it's, it's an honor to be on the team. So, um, you know, whatever the, whatever the captain asks of me, uh, you know, my job is just to be ready to play, and, and that's, you know, that's all I'm trying to do. So with the experience I'll have this next week at the Tour Championship, you know, we'll all be carrying some momentum right into the Ryder Cup. So, um, you know, the, the goal is to go out there and bring the Cup back. It's been 25 years, and that's something that we talk about as a team often. So that's our goal, and, and I'll do whatever it takes to, uh, to help the team do that. 
I want to see you and Phil play four ball. I want to see you two go out there and just make like 25 birdies between the two of you in one round and just and just tear it <laughs> apart. You know, it'd be, it'd be you making all the birdies that you've made this year. You're one of the leaders on the PGA Tour and Phil being Phil. Uh, I think that'd be a fun one to, to match up with. I'm assuming being on the team alongside Tiger Woods has to feel pretty special as well. I mean, I know all you guys, you know, looked up to him and watched him play throughout his career. But the fact that he's now back on this team has to feel pretty cool, you know, as, as a young man yourself. Yeah, extremely cool to have Tiger and Phil both on the team. Uh, and, and, you know, being on the same team as them is, uh, is kind of surreal, honestly, especially now that you bring it up. It's, that's extremely cool. All of us on the team are pretty much products and prodigies of Tiger. And uh, to be able to play on the same Ryder Cup team as him, whether this is his last, whether this is not, um, but to say that you've done that and, you know, for, for someone like me who, you know, he's pretty much my golfing idol is, uh, man, it's extremely cool. And uh, and you get lumped into this group of these um, quote-unquote athletes that are not golfers. I know you probably hear about this all the time. Everybody talks about the modern athlete that is uh, these new golfers yourself and the Dustins and the Brooks Kepkas of the world. I know you are a good basketball player. Have you ever actually played basketball against any of these guys? I've done a, I've done a little shoot-around with Dustin and um, – <laughs> Yeah, it's been it was a couple of years ago at the uh, it used to be the Byron Nelson at the TPC uh, Las Colinas. They moved the event to, to Trinity Forest, right. but yeah, they used to have a gym over there, and and we you know we shot around and um, and things. Haven't really played a pickup game or anything, but yeah, I I played with DJ, and uh, you know obviously right away you see the uh, you see the athleticism, you know right away with, with someone like him, you know the jumping ability and. Um, and just the sheer athleticism, so it's, it's pretty cool. I think we have some great athletes on tour, and, and man, some of the best athletes I, I feel we have on tour, we have on this team, which is, uh, man, it's pretty dang cool. Yeah, you guys need to get a basketball hoop in the team room some way. You know, Jim Furyk is an unbelievable shooter, like crazy good. Uh, Brad Faxon tells me a story one time of he was in the, 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 the house next to him at one of the amateur events, and he was watching this guy, and he's like, this dude doesn't miss, so I think you need to challenge the captain <laughs> to a little game of a short game of horse and see uh, see how it goes. Because I heard he can still kind of kind of he can still uh, he can still shoot it pretty well. I don't know if you knew that or not, but he's a uh, he's got a little bit of skill on the court as well. I bet he does. He's he's a heck of a you know finesse golf player, that's for sure. So I know he's got that touch. So I'm, uh, that doesn't surprise me one bit. But I open I'm open to shoot with uh, <laughs> with anyone on, on the team and, uh, and 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 have a game of horse. It'd be a lot of fun. For sure. Well, Tony, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy man. You got the tour championship this week and then off to uh, off to Paris. I know it's uh, probably still fairly unbelievable to uh, to be a part of this Ryder Cup team, but you definitely deserve the pick. And uh, I know it's going to be a, a fun couple of weeks for you. Is uh, is it hard to focus this week on the tour championship with the Ryder Cup looming? I mean, is it? Do you have to kind of re- refocus yourself on that? No, not really. Just because I, you know, I. I try to train myself throughout my career, especially learning on the PJ Tour. Every week is extremely important, and every week, every week you have a chance to change your life, and that that doesn't change this week, and you know, especially with what's on the line. So, um, you know, my attention is here on the Tour Championship. As exciting as it is to be on the Ryder Cup and things, um, you know, we've got I've got an incredible opportunity in front of me, and 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 who knows, you know, how many more times. I can, I'm going to be in this situation in the rest of my career. You know, obviously, I'd like to think I'm going to put myself in this position quite often in the next, you know, few years. But you know, you just never know. Right. You know, Jordan Spieth won the Tour Championship, you know, two or three years ago, and he's not in the Tour Championship this year. You know, he won the FedEx Cup, um, and so you just, you just never know. So 
to be in this position is something that I, you know, you know, I'm extremely proud of my play thus far. But uh, I have a chance to do something pretty special this week. One of five guys that, you know, control our own destiny, and and I'm definitely not overlooking that. So my attention is here at the at the tour championship, and and we're worried about the Ryder Cup when that week comes. Totally, I, I totally understand it. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun four days, and then I know uh, the golf world is excited to turn the attention to Paris. Have a great couple of weeks. Congrats again on a great 2018, and we look forward to watching you in the future. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, Shane. Talk soon, man. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. A big thanks to Tony Finau and uh, his partnership, along with Ping and the guys there, did a great job of, of allowing him to spend a few minutes with me. So thanks to Tony. And, uh, you know, he's he's just one of those guys you root for because you love the story so much. I mean, he is, you know, turned pro, needed to make the money, went through the whole process, did the mini tour thing, did the big break thing. And now he is a success story, unlike really anything else out on the PGA Tour. Love hearing from him and love kind of hearing his journey. Also love hearing how positive he is. You know, you can kind of understand why he's had so much success when you just listen to the guy talk. He believes in himself. He believes in his abilities, and he believes that he belongs in that top, top level of tour player, which he does. I mean, he should. You should look at the results, and it's there. Uh, I know he has the lone PJ Tour win, and that's it back in 2016, but I guarantee you he is very, very close to adding one, two, three every season with the talent level he has and obviously the confidence he's gained from this year in 2018. So big thanks to Tony and his team. Thank you all. Check out Ogio and the Cirrus Golf Bag, and you can check us out next week as we prepare you once again for the Ryder Cup that is looming. We will see you next week.